Welcome to the Teaching with Madly Learning podcast replay, fitting it all together to make teaching and learning in the junior grades more accessible, practical, and fun for both teachers and their students. Here's your host, teacher by day, mom of three, and curriculum creator of all the things from madlylearning.com, Patty Firth. Welcome to another episode of Teaching with Madly Learning. Today, we are going to talk about report cards and specifically how you can prepare yourself to write your report cards by developing a comment bank or using a comment bank and making them individualized comments so that you are able to create comments for your students that reflect them individually. And we want to systematize this process to make it easier for you as a teacher while also trying to navigate through some of the complexities that are our report card programs that we are forced to use when writing these. So we're going to use additional tools beyond the report card writing software and the comment banks that are provided within those pieces of software. We're going to create a comment bank outside of these pieces of software that we can use to simplify how it is that we are able to generate report card comments and then keep that bank as a live living document year after year after year. Now, all of this being said, I want to acknowledge something that I've noticed. Expectations on how a report card comment should be written varies between school board to school board, and it also varies between school to school or principal to principal. So you really need to take the things that I'm going to say today and remember that your individual circumstances are going to be different from the teacher at the school next door or even from the classroom down the hall. Your expectations of what is expected of you is going to be different regardless of where you happen to be in the province because everybody has their own interpretation of the expectations from the ministry. And in here in Ontario, that would be through our growing success document. Now, if you've never written report card comments before, you are in for a little bit of a journey. Report card comments are complex things to put together and it's often like fitting puzzle pieces. How do we write comments for everyone in our class that are somewhat standardized yet individual? Reflect the curriculum expectations but also written in parent-friendly language. It's a lot of nuances here that are going to happen and we also don't have the time to be spending 60, 70, 80 hours of our personal time writing report cards because of course we're teaching through the day through the day not writing report card comments so what are some things that you should be focusing on when you're writing a report card well first we want to focus on what the students can do so we don't want to look at what the students cannot do or a deficit model but we do want to look ahead at what the students are able to do so we want to write it in a positive framework even for those students that maybe they're not doing a whole lot we can still phrase our comment as such that they will do that task or show evidence of that learning partially or some of the time or we want to reflect what it is that they are able to do not what they're not able to do so we try to keep the language all the time in a positive framework now the 
expectations here in Ontario is that your comment should consist of three parts. The first part should reflect what the students were learning. This can come through examples of what actually happened in your classroom, and it can also reflect the curriculum expectations. However, the comments should also be written in parent-friendly language, so we should try to remove any of the edu-speak which is riddled through our curriculum expectations. So we do have to simplify the curriculum expectations to make them understandable to people that are not within the educational space. So it often means rewriting those comments so that it is understandable and putting them in layman's terms. The second part of the student comment is going to be what the student actually did, their strengths related to those learning expectations. So what did they do well? Often this is a great place to put examples of something that they did as a backup evidence to what curriculum expectation was covered. So we first talk about what was covered, then we talk about what the student did, and finally we build that up with the next steps of what the student is going to do next. So, if you are building a report card comment bank, my recommendation for you is to not build this in any type of word processing program, such as Microsoft Word or Google Docs or any other word processing program. I know you're typing words and I get that, but I would highly recommend that because you're organizing a matrix of comments in a comment bank that you use something that is able to handle that ability to handle that matrix of comments. So I would recommend, and what I use is using Microsoft Excel or Google Sheets to write your comments in the boxes. It's organized into a matrix. You can hide and find and sort texts through those programs, but it is going to be a lot easier to keep all of your comments organized in a Microsoft Excel or Google Sheets version than it is in a Microsoft Word program, believe it or not. It also is going to help you export some of that in different formats later on. So if you ever needed to change things or move things around, it's just going to make things a little bit easier for you to manage the complexity and the quantity of expectations. So the first thing I want you to start when you're wanting to build your common bank is to open up a brand new Google Sheets. The same thing can be done, say, with Microsoft Excel or even Apple Pages if you're on a Mac, but I'm going to use Google Sheets because universally everybody can sign up for a free account here. So when you are building Google Sheets, one of the things I want you to remember, the rules essentially of building a comment bank is because your comments are going to be developed in three parts. You're going to have the learning expectation, the specific example for that individual student or group of students, and then you're also going to have next steps. I want you to think of those in three different components. So in building your comment bank, you're not going to build a complete comment because you're going to want to have the ability to make it customizable for your students. So what I do is I split those into three. So my very first, my comments in my comment bank are going to be specifically related to the learning expectations and an example. 
So I will build the example piece for the student so that I can insert personalized details, but I have the framework for the sentence. So knowing that, that, that I'm not going to build a complete comment that I can copy and paste completely from point A right into my report card comment program, but I'm going to build a comment framework that will allow me to copy in and then individually customize. So I could put the same comment for every student in my class, and then I can quickly go back in because I'm going to show you how to build in different key search and find indicators that will allow you to quickly and easily go into that comment in an individual student and add in personalized details without having to write a completely personalized comment from blank box to completed comment. So we're gonna walk through that complexity and how I will structure that. So the first thing you need to do is open up your Google Sheets here. Once your Google Sheet is open, you're going to sort and organize it across this matrix and you're going to put first, you're going to put your subject. So you're going to have your subject in your first A column. Then in your B column, you're going to structure your B through E column in your levels, whether it's level four, three, two, one, or level one, two, three, four, it actually doesn't matter. It's really about what you are interested in writing about or what makes sense to you, how you would structure your rubric. So let's go with level one, two, three, four. And then in the following columns, F, and G, you're going to put next steps. Now, these next steps are going to be, again, general universal next steps that I could use with my students. I normally like to do, say, a level three, four next step and a level one, two next step. So I would put next step A, and then in the next column, next step B. Okay. Now that I have that first column organized, I'm going to readjust the sizes to make sure that they all make sense and I can fit in the text into the words. But I'm going to now split my A column into the different subjects that I am working on. Okay, so here you can see I have put in all of the different strands of math that I could possibly make a comment for including the new coding and financial literacy. And then I've also put in all of the different language comments that I could include, as well as the four strands of science, two strands, this is for grade four, two strands of social studies, arts, phys ed, health, and even movement. They're all there. So now, would I be writing comments for, say, this final report card for June? Would I be writing comments for each one of those expectations? No. But this is a comment bank that I would build over the year um, and add to it. So I would know if I had a comment, if I'd already commented on place value for the progress report, there'd already be a comment there. If I'd commented for, say, multiplication and division, I would have already commented there. So there would have been a comment built in my bank for it or I could go back to it. It also means that if I go ahead and use this bank next year, I can, I can update and change it and to reflect what students are doing quickly and easily by just going to the learning that we did for that strand. So although, say in math, we're building one general comment, I like to have like, the examples of things that I've done in my class or have a comment framework built out for each one of those strands 
because then it allows me to dig into my comment bank and build a comment in my report card software. So I'm not going to just copy it from here straight into my report card software. I'm going to build a bank of comments and then copy bits and pieces in the way that I want to construct the final comment for students. And again, for language, I don't just have, you know, listening, speaking, but I also have specific. So when I was doing this comment bank, I have specific comments for, say, analyzing text, if that's what we happen to be there. One year I included a comment like that, so I have its own line, so I can pull from there as well. And I've included the next steps down below here instead of in their own comment space, which I would probably move that over the next time I did it. So, and then science and social studies, I wanna have a comment built for each one of those topics. So, obviously you are not going to come, you're not going to pull a comment for math from every single strand to build your comment. That's gonna be really wordy and really detailed and you're not gonna fit it in the space. So. For me, the goal is I'm going to build the comment piece here and then I will puzzle it together. These are my puzzle pieces and I will use these to build the final comment and that's what helps make it individualized for that student. Because they're already written, it's really just like assembling a puzzle piece in my report card software. So when it is all done, you will have your comment framework. So I want to walk you through an example of a comment and how I would build the comment here in my comment framework bank and then I would take things out and move it into my comment bank in the report card writing software. So for example, let's look at analyzing texts here for level three. So I would always start with building my level three comments first because that happens to be provincial standard. I always build that comment first and then I move to the level four and then back it out for the level three and level two comments. So they're built very similarly and then I back it out. So for example, the comment for reading and analyzing text would be name demonstrated a solid understanding in our unit on analyzing stories. So I've given the qualifier. I am expected to use qualifiers. I know other boards are not but we can identify what they did in the learning we did on analyzing stories. Now I'm going to get into the specific example of what that student's strengths were in that learning task. He can correctly explain the organizational structure of most stories. That's what he's doing. I also want to give a second example. Name can analyze elements of stories such as character setting, plot, conflict, and theme with considerable effectiveness. Now, being that this is a comment framework, one of the ways that I can use this individually for students, so everyone has this big comment, but I can go back into individual students' comments and remove things like maybe student A was able to show really good analysis of, say, character and setting, but had a lot more difficulty with conflict and theme. I can pull the words conflict and theme out of their comments so I can have it all pasted in there and then individually go out and remove those pieces and now it's a customized comment for that student because it reflects their individual strengths not just a general statement that every single person gets so I really like there to be options here in my comment framework that I can pull into the actual report card comment and tailor the comment in their student report to meet those students needs 
It also may mean that my next step for that student, if I'm pulling out conflict and theme, their next step can be easily related to, okay, they didn't do so well at that, that's automatically gonna be their next step that we can add in for that student. It makes it really easy to kind of pull that together and make it make sense that way. Now, because I use qualifiers, the level four is obviously very similar, except the qualifiers have changed from correctly explained to consistently explain or an in-depth explanation. They can all be there as well. Now, I always generally like to include a reading level. We can't use, say, the DRA levels in our report card comment, but I can reflect the fact that students are able to decode a grade level text. Or if you're looking for, say, students that are working on meeting grade level expectations, NAME is able to decode a text that is slightly below grade level and can demonstrate a sufficient level of comprehension. Now, I know as a parent, this kind of comment is really important for me, is to understand where my students are reading. Are they reading at, above, or below grade level? Now, some principals may not appreciate these comments, so you'll really have to know your principal's preferences for their report card related to this, but I know this was something that was highly valued by parents, and my principal was totally okay with me identifying not their specific DRA level or their reading level specific to DRA, but just general reading comprehension and decoding ability. Now, what I would end up doing is I would take, so obviously in my overall comment, I will want a listening, I will want an analyzing text, and I'll probably want a writing comment. So I will pull from those three different areas here in my comment framework bank to build the comment specifically for that student. Now, I can pull different comments for different students, and that's what makes it customized, is that I'm not just writing one comment for everyone, but I'm writing comment snippets that are going to be different from everyone. So I have two writing comments here. One is about generating and organizing ideas, and there's a different version of that with planning and generating skills. So Again, you're gonna notice there's no specific reference to what the student specifically did. So name can often generate, gather, and organize ideas to write an organized story and research reports. He usually drafts and revises and edits his writing to meet agreed upon success criteria. This would be a great place for you to add specifically the titles of something he wrote. He organizes ideas to write stories such as or research reports on, and you can use those examples in your report card, and again, that is going to change. Now, one of the things I like to do to indicate in my reports that I'm going to use a specific example for students is I would inside the comment, and it pops open here, but inside the comment here, I would use this star indicator. So I like to use four stars. Now, when I see the four stars, that allows me to know that I'm going to add a specific example for that student. I'm either going to, if they haven't written research reports, I'm going to delete that and not use the example, but I'm going to put the story. Now, the reason I like using a standard placeholder, such as four stars, is because I can use the search feature in my comment bank on the report card software 
when I'm copying to make sure that I can find those four stars. So if I use a command F function to find, I simply select the four stars that I'm looking for and it will pull all of the examples that I have used the four stars as an indicator for where I want specific student samples in my comments. So they'll go through and I've used them in science and social studies because they're often doing projects. So I actually want to make sure that my comment is using the specific product that they made in their project and that's how I make it customizable. Now, math is a new beast and we're, we are given a lot less time to write math uh, or a lot less space to write math, and we also aren't necessarily commenting on specific strands. So for that reason, I like to put a lot of information in my comment and then remove what I did not use or did not need. So for example, in my multiplication, when solving problems involving multiplication and division, name has shown a basic understanding of this skill using a variety of strategies, such as blank. He occasionally is able to accurately multiply two-digit whole numbers by two-digit whole numbers and can divide three-digit whole numbers by two-digit whole numbers using both the area model or other learned algorithms. Now, in one comment, I probably would not put both parts. I would pick and choose which part of that comment I would use because it was more reflective of that student or that student's strengths. So if we were focusing on, say, the basic multiplication, say in term one, I might use that part of the comment and then move on to the second comment and specifically reference the student's algorithms that they used independently to solve that problem. So one of the things I want to convey to you is when you're building your comment bank, your comment bank is general. It is not specific or customized to your student. I use this as a framework to build the customized comments right inside my report card comment program. So I will have both pieces open and I will comment into their boxes and pull the pieces that I want to build their comment. Like I'm fitting that puzzle piece together, I will add in the customizations and then I am done. For me, I have found this to be a lot easier than having to rebuild a comment bank or search through some of the report card software comment bank to be able to add comments into students' programs. So I will create a general comment for say all of my level three students and then be able to paste that into all of my level three students. Now, with the report card comment bank that we use, we can't actually tag our comments to specific students. So what I end up doing is look at the most common grade that my students have. So typically that's going to be a B. Every student in my class gets the same B comment. So I fill it into one box and I leave the blanks for the specific examples that I'm gonna go back in and add. And then I apply that comment to every student in my class. Then I go back into the comments for my students that are working at say a level three and I will go in and tweak their comments or a level, sorry, a level two or a level one. And I may copy and paste those students in individually and change it. Unfortunately, the program doesn't really allow me to go in and tag and apply based on level. I really wish it did, but it doesn't. So that's kind of how I build it. And it's it does take a bit of time, but that's how I'm able to use a comment bank that's written very generally and apply it to students and allow for customization. 
So I hope that's giving you a little bit of insight in terms of how I build a comment bank, how I use that to transfer and create individualized comments for my students' report cards from a general bank, and how to maybe try to navigate this strange world of writing report card comments. So if you would like to see my comment framework, the Google Sheet that I have already built out, I have those available for grade three, grade four, grade five, and grade six available. Now, I will be completely honest, you will have to customize each one of those comments to fit your individual circumstances with your principal, your class, and your student examples. Like I've said, this is simply a framework that you can use to pull examples for your class and have something to start with. You still have to build the customized comment for your student based on the information that is in that bank. So if you are interested in checking out those comment banks and grabbing them so that you are not starting from scratch, you have a place to start in order to build your own comments for your class each and every time you sit down and write report cards, you can go ahead and check that out at www.madlylearning.com forward slash 183 and all of the links for today's video will be there. Thank you so much for watching and we'll see you on another episode of Teaching with Madly Learning. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Teaching with Madly Learning podcast replay. Join me on www.madlylearning.com for more information on all things teaching in the junior grades. Don't forget, you can always catch this show on the Madly Learning YouTube channel. See you next week for another replay episode of Teaching with Madly Learning.